I was like, so a few of the attendees in the back, I was kind of bringing up the back, you were bringing up the, the front, you were leading, I was kind of bringing up the back, and it was a perfect little book ending, like, right, everything, yeah. and a few of the attendees in the back were like, does this guy know where he's going? <laughs> it's <just> like, <laughs> where are we, you know what I mean? How are we going to get back to where we came from? Yeah. And, and the more, that was an exercise, again, just getting out of your head and letting you guide, guide the way, so that was really, really cool. So that was Brian Failing and I talking about the retreat that we held this week at Sacred Hollow. This podcast is a recap of that four-day experience. So without further ado, let's get to Becoming Legendary, the Metamorphous Retreat Recap. Maximize every opportunity so that you can become you legendary. Can become legendary. What adjustments can you make right now the to make yourself one percent better? Your only goal is to be the best version of you. <sighs> Brian, welcome back to becoming legendary, man. How are you? Hey, good, Patrick, man. Thanks for having me again. Appreciate you. I'm super excited. So we are uh, just coming off of our four-day first-ever Metamorphosis retreat. And I thought this would be a fun way for us to recap what went on. Um, Truth be told, you and I haven't talked a ton about the experience. So this will be the first time that we get to interact um, on what went on over these four days. And I think a nice way to just kind of share for people who weren't able to be here um, what this experience was like. So I want to jump right in um, because when I when I first thought about, and I want to hear yours, but I want to give I want to give my thoughts, and then I want to hear your thoughts on what what you expected this to be like. So when I first thought about this metamorphosis retreat, it was something where I really thought it would be a really powerful weekend of creating change within individual beings. And I thought that the change would come a lot from the conversations we had and the, and the practices we had. And hopefully that's true. But what I think might be more unique is um, the time we're in right now in the, in the midst of a global pandemic, and the variance between normal life and Glade Park life, because the reality is in Glade Park, COVID doesn't really exist. Now, of course it exists, right? It's a, it's a real thing. It affects people and it's causing global problems. But when you're out in the middle of nowhere, when you're 60 acres away from the next home, when you're 20 plus miles away from the next town, for me anyway, it, it doesn't really impact or change my experience because I'm, I'm not around people. And I think bringing people into that uh, cocoon of normalcy ended up being one of the things that I found most exciting and fascinating, right? It's just here we are living life as humans and, and that's fun. So I, I wanna kind of get what you so my intention was to create change through practice and conversation um <laughs> but i think we just the space itself offered offered a change up from life so 
I'd like to get kind of what your intentions were going in and then what your experience of that change was uh, over the course, course of the four days. Wow. Um, yeah. So, you know, I have been, I had been on retreats before in the past um, as attendees, all right. Or as an, as an attendee. So um, this was a little bit of a different experience being, being, sort of the host and sort of one of the integral parts of the practices and yeah. in the conversations, if you will. Yeah. It was a, um, it was a little bit of a different shift for me. So my, my, my intentions going into the, into the program were number one, to connect to other individuals, to share experiences through conversation, and then also to, to have some sort of a, a building of momentum yeah. and, and connection. So really specifically thinking about how we can build a close group of connections with other human beings and really grow that connection from the Friday arrival day to the Monday departure day. Yeah. And that is really, really what I felt. I felt a, a lot of growth amongst the f five or six people that were there. Yeah. And I also noticed a lot of growth with me individually as well, that I wasn't expecting to, to feel. Yeah. Um, it, it was the growth comes from the experiences out in nature. Mm -hmm. And then coming back to this ranch, your ranch, Sacred Hollow Ranch, that provides a vibe. <laughs> I'm using that word specifically for a reason <laughs> yeah. because it relates to the vibe that you created in vitality. Right. Mm -hmm. So I feel like <clears throat> the specific place, the, the area that we were practicing in had vitality like sketches all over it. And there was an, a, there was this magical sort of energy where we all came and met every single day. We had a beautiful asana. We, we meditated, we, we breathe together. And so that sort of connection then trumped any, any of my intentions because it was, it was a pal, pal, palatable, very, very strong connection we had between all, all, the mem all the group attendees. Yeah. I thought that was really, really special. Something that I, I knew change was going to happen individually. I just didn't know collectively as a group because, because by the last day, we were clicking like, 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 like it was friends we've been around for, for years and years and years. For you sure. know what I mean? So it's been, it was really, really, really genuine that way. And I it was, that. it was a really genuine experience. I think that, that that is really true. And I, I thought, you know, getting back into the practice side of things, I thought, again, just kind of for the time we're in, it was for, I heard this, I heard this from people and I think it really clicked for me is I've been such a disruption in people's practices. Yes. Um, it, this like intense, uh, this intense reemergence into a yogic practice that was consistent. Um, we did two practices every day yeah. and the, the practices themselves weren't necessarily, um, remarkably physical, right? Like we did a lot of physical activity over the weekend. Yeah. So the, the practices ended up being and I think, I think both you and I shifted what, what our, our original ideas of the practices were as sure. we went along because 
you could just feel that the practices were important to be nurturing and yes. um they really really were that like the the group and the space just became this collective nurturing embodiment and i i found that really beautiful and fun really really and you made a great point it's looking forward to the spring right who knows what's going to happen moving yeah. forward but we're going to continue to come up against this global pandemic right yeah. with change with with policies with with who knows what to expect right so having said that really it's really really important to understand and to harness the power of a community class yeah and that's what we were able to do we were yeah. able to bring that back into people's lives and it wasn't just a community class amongst strangers. Yeah. It was a community class amongst other amazing human beings who were there for the same intention. And that is to get out of their own mind, thinking and doing and more embodying being there, being, being in their body, right? Yeah. Feeling and being. And I think that's really important because we've gotten so far away from that, not out of our own fault, just of the circumstances of what we're dealing with. So it was like a slow rollout of like studio life again for, yeah. for, for this collective group of people who, you know, that wasn't necessarily an intention going into it though. For sure. You know what I mean? But it wasn't was even a thought for me. Yeah. No, but it was an abs it was absolutely a way that we really started to integrate change because that change happened from within, from trusting the safe environment, trusting in the teachers yeah. to guide me or the student, whatever, through, an experience where they don't yeah. have to think about it. They don't have to be looking through a screen. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. I think that was yeah. really, really vitally um, important in building the connection. And I, I, I know, and I, I, I appreciate that we are as a society uh, utilizing the tools that we have available to maintain or build connections in, in whatever way is possible. But, it's really hard to be just getting in a room together. And um, exactly. that was, that was really nice. And that was, that was a really, really powerful uh, portion of the weekend for me, for sure. And to, to, to piggyback that as well, the, the individual conversations that we had in the time we spent in the car to and yeah. from the different, the different places, we, the excursions we went, those are really memorable for me too. I really yeah. enjoyed the, <laughs> the amount of sincerity and like true self came out in those conversations. Yeah. It was a really great way that there wasn't like an intention to break down barriers or to, to have a full blossoming of, of deeper conversations. It's just what happens yeah. when you're not around screens, you're not in your normal day-to-day -day life when you're, when you're around nature, you know what I mean? So those, those, those combinations really helped to power on power along the, the yeah. Yeah. There, there is something, um, you know, so we're, we're talking about a fall and a spring, um, series here in the metamorphosis series. And, um, those two times in the, in the Rockies, right. They're, they're really beautiful times. And so we, we got to spend time in fall in the Rockies and, you know, we took tons of pictures and we tried to document, the the nature portion of this experience as much as possible because it's just so inspiring and and awe-inspiring and powerful and really beautiful right 
and impossible to capture, right? Like we took thousands of photos and you're like, no, I mean, they look pretty, but being there. So, and we were, we were at the, one of the, one of the fascinating things about the weekend is we actually picked, we randomly chose the weekend that was the most, most populous weekend we could have chosen, right? So we selected color weekend um, without knowing it was color weekend and color weekend. Here's a big tourist thing. And I think on Saturday, we probably saw eight people. Yeah. (laughs) And on Sunday, we didn't see a single person. No. Right. (laughs) So, um, yeah. And uh, when we did see the people on Saturday, we saw them for 30 seconds or so. And they were celebrating a fish catching. Yeah. And they were celebrating a giant fish catch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it was, it was really I, just getting out into an, an Aspen forest in fall. There's, there's some, and being the only person in this, this private Aspen forest, um, there's something really, there's something really grounding and powerful and, and inspiring and changing just being immersed in nature like that is that how i felt did you have that connection oh what that's just the road i worked out <laughs> was connected yeah that's really literally the word i just wrote down and there were i i really enjoy patrick how how you lead by example um and you lead with very few words and it's a I've been, I've been a leader my, throughout my life, and I've always led through words more so than actions. And I'm beginning to realize that leading through actions is far more powerful than leading through words. Um, and your leadership this weekend provided myself and a few specific attendees, who I'll leave their names out of this conversation, but who had shared deep, deep feelings and conversations with me about how connected they felt. Mm -hmm. And it was when they decided to follow your leadership. And what I mean by that is a simple example is by laying down on the floor of the forest and looking up towards the heavens and up towards the Aspens. That's when the two attendees I'm speaking of, we were in a like a little circle talking about this and you could almost feel the rhythm of the earth beating below your body as you lay your torso and your legs on the earth. I mean, I could yeah. literally feel the vibration of the earth. That's how still and quiet and connected and out of my head and in my body I was. Yeah. And listen, I come from New York City, right? Where like, I don't land the earth anywhere, okay? <laughs> I've never landed on the ground in my life before. <laughs> but I followed your leadership, man. And so did these two attendees that I'm speaking of specifically. And my goodness, I can't thank you enough for that. Oh, so like those little, those little brief moments where you can just follow your expertise, right? Because you've made a home there. You've, you've set up camp there. You've made a life there. And it's, and it's about trusting in the differences that are there and allowing those differences to help provoke or create the change that you're looking for. You don't have to do anything at all. You just have to, you just have to be present. Yeah. Does that make sense? 
for sure. I, I really, I do think that that is, yeah, number one, very kind of you and thank you. Number two, I think that there, there is something about, there's something about when we step away and, and we kind of find ourselves, you, I think one thing I did say was you, you, you get lost to find yourself, right? So you, yes, yes. And, and at no point were we lost, right? But we were, we oh, were. Oh, no, wait, let me interrupt you. We were lost. <laughs> I was, for sure. You weren't, <laughs> but I was. And everyone else was, too. <laughs> they were like, where the heck are we going? I Just follow that guy up there. He knows. All good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, sorry to interrupt you, but go ahead. No, no, that, that's, it's funny, right? But fr we were lost from society, right? Yes. So, yeah, I knew exactly where we were the whole time, but. <laughs> society what didn't right society didn't know where we were and oftentimes um you know especially on sunday right we we go we go up to to the grand mesa and the grand mesa is this beautiful flat top mountain the largest flat top mountain in the world yes. and it's covered with this intermingling of pine forest and aspen forest and we're weaving our way through um through these pine forests and aspen forests, and we're not necessarily following a trail there, right? So we're we're kind of we're kind of making our way through these different valleys and meadows, and you just experience so many different things, right? Mm -hmm. That there's just so much. There's there's beaver there's beaver lodges, yes. and there's dry lake beds, and there's beautiful beautiful meadows. And um, you're just experiencing so much, and just to just to be there and take that in, it 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 resets you. It does. And yeah, I, I think one of the one of the things that I found most impactful for me, and I did have this conversation um, with with a couple of attendees afterwards, and it was physically at the end of the four days, I was exhausted. You know, we had done, we had gone nonstop. We basically went from 8 a.m., 7 a.m., 7 to 8 a.m. every day to 9 to 10 p.m. every day. And we were, we were moving almost all of that time. So physically at the end of that weekend, I was just like, wow, my body well, is done. Me too. But mentally, I was so refreshed. So refreshed. Man. And I just felt clear and, and connected and grounded. And, and that, was, that was really fun, right? That, that whole weekend is kind of a, a, a microcosm of how you should feel when you leave yoga, right? Like yes. you want, you, a, a beautiful yoga class, your body feels like it's been expressed and utilized and moved. And mm -hmm. your mind is clear and sharp and ready to roll. Well, exactly and the whole right. weekend was just like an encapsulation of, of that experience. And I found that really, uh, really incredible. It was not what I expected. No. I didn't expect to feel that level of fatigue physically. Really and I, I couldn't have imagined feeling this clear headed afterwards. No, it was, I'm glad you're, I'm glad we're in the same boat. Cause I, I got in the, I got in the airplane Monday morning and I was like, Oh my God, I am like, <laughs> Just exactly done and dusted is, is, is what comes to my mind, but yeah. super, super tired. It was, it was, um, what I really liked, and I thought I wanted to pick apart just a, a piece of what you said there. Yeah. And 
and expand upon it a little bit. It was that there, it was a, it was a, it was a slow build though. I feel like it was, yeah. yes, we were nonstop moving. We were, we stuck to a beautiful itinerary that we've laid out. And what I liked about the itinerary too, is that we, the itinerary became a moving organism in and of itself. For sure. Because of the group that we were with, we took out a thing here, we added a thing here because that's just sort of how the vibe was going, right? For so sure. that was beautiful. Nothing's ever stuck in stone, just like a yoga practice. For sure. There's nothing that's ever, you don't ever have to do a warrior two if we offer a warrior two. That's an option for you to consider, right? Yeah. So, but to go back to really what I want to pick apart what you said is that it was a slow, slow build, right? It started with a beautiful, just a, an arrival day. We did a beautiful group activity where we built an amazing fire pit together that we yeah. experienced later that evening, a connection that was just, well, underneath the stars, underneath the moonlight. It was like, it was just, it was an absolute beautiful way to kick off the weekend, right? So we started off with a little exploration before that on the, on, on top of, um, on top of the grand, or top of uh, where you live, the, yeah. the Sacred Hollow, Hollow Ranch. So there was like, there was a progression that was built in on purpose, but I just didn't feel that it was going to be as impactful as it was. Yeah. Does that make sense? Even the, even the, the, the group activities after we did a fire, we did a hot tub night one night, we sat around a table and talked after dinner. It was just a beautiful, beautiful progression of activities that I thought, again, really provoked and allowed people to connect in a way that is really difficult these days. Yeah. It's really I, difficult. I, that's yeah. a really, that was really insightful because I hadn't thought about how, um, <clears throat> how, how true that is. Yeah. And on that front, one of the other kind of fascinating things for me is, you know, there was never a time when I was physically exhausted during our excursions either, right? Like, yes. There, there, it just was like the end of the weekend. It was yeah. like, oh, <laughs> my body's tired, but it wasn't tired until we were done. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And that's, um, because you're in the present moment, you know what I mean? You're not, you're not, you're not thinking about the physical, we just walked 11 miles or whatever the miles yeah. mileage was. And it was funny, Danielle, our, my, my, my wife and I, we, we, we bought our, we brought our watches and we were we intended to record and track how many miles. And we didn't do any of that just because <laughs> it was, it was just, just, it didn't become a part of our, our, our mindset because we're yeah. again in the present moment. That's what I really felt too, is that, Yoga happens in the now, right? It's one of the, it's, I think it's like the second yoga sutra of Patanjali, right? So it's like the, the core of what yoga is about. It happens in the now, not in the past, not in the, not in the future. And we were so connected to the present moment there. It was, yeah. it was the fastest weekend I've ever had in my life. I mean, it went by like that. It did blink right by. It's very true. The, the present moment is something we all, that flow state, right? It felt like I was in a flow the entire time. Yeah. It was just moving seamlessly in and out of our schedule, in and out of our itinerary, in and out of our activities. It was beautiful. Yeah. So <laughs> I really enjoyed that, that aspect of it as well. Uh, it's fun. You know, it's, it's really fun hearing how similar our experiences were, right? Because like I said, we haven't talked about this. We haven't shared no. this. And um, no. it just- On purpose, really, right? Yeah. yeah. Really, yeah. really makes you, makes you feel good. Um, that it, it was something that was, sh that was shared, that, that uh, these, these things that happened were not just one little thing. They were, they were a collective experience. 
That's 100%. And that's what makes it special, right? Because I mean, although we did experience a lot of the same things, there were certainly things that we experienced that were different too. For sure. You know what I mean? Without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, was there anything, was there anything that stands out to you as like just a really impactful moment? And I know the you food? shared some, so yeah. if it's one of those, that's, that's perfect. The food. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> We've got to touch on that. I mean, yeah. uh, um, Darby, my goodness. Um, she is, <laughs> she is an amazing human being and she, I feel like I've watched her cook, right. I, and I, I took a holistic nutrition um, program. So I have a hundred hours in, in how to eat mindfully and how to eat um, like from your gut in, intuitively. Yeah. And, and Darby in, encapsulates intuitive cooking to a T. Yeah. So she's no, doesn't, doesn't, doesn't go by recipes. She goes by feel. She goes by taste. She goes by her gut. Yeah. And so every meal had an aspect of that intuitive cooking into it, whether it was like taking a piece of freshly picked fruit or vegetable or lettuce, so that's a that's a vegetable from your garden, yeah, and 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 incorporating that into the meal, whether or not it was having a beautiful treat late at night that no one expected around the fire. Who wouldn't want s'mores? Are you yeah. kidding me? I've been s'mores since I was like 15 years old. So it was like it was like these these little pieces that that Darby was able to bring together, and the quality of the food was like a, like a, like a five-star chef. Yeah. And I think when you head into a retreat, you want to be nurtured externally, right. Mm -hmm. And also internally. So the food was like nurturing me internally and giving me the space and energy for what I needed to experience or what allowed to my, allow myself to experience externally. Yeah. So it was like it was a perfect pairing of like local, fresh, um, seasonal. It was just, it was just very beautifully done. And that would really, Danielle and I got home and another one attendee I spoke to on the way home as well. It was like, well, what are we going to do for meals this week? We just <laughs> the past yeah. four days. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I really feel that's, that's, an, that's a piece that stuck out for me, Patrick. And I think it's important for these attendees who are interested in coming in the spring that listen, what have we been doing for six months now? We've been forced to cook ourselves and forced to eat inside. And of course here in the Valley, there's great produce and stuff, but it's not like a freshly made salad from your garden, right? It's, there's a completely different experience yeah. that you have when you eat fresh food, like you, like, like you provided us. So super impactful, man. Yeah. That's a really good point. And I think that Darby just did, she does a really beautiful job of putting things together and, the thing that um, the thing about the meals that we had over the four days that I find most fascinating is they are this like insane blend of comfort food and like <laughs> nourishment. Yes. Like, most of the comfort food we eat yeah. is just like garbage, right? Garbage. It's like comforting because it's garbage. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow she's created this style yeah. where she really does make nurturing food that's good for you good and for you. that is grown in the garden. And it's also like a like a comforting hug every every time yes. you sit down for it. And I, I'm 
it, yeah, it's, it's really amazing what, what she's able to do a, around food. And um, yeah, I, that's a, it's, it's something that would have never clicked for me because, yeah. you know, Darby makes food all the time. All the time. So, uh, <laughs> but it's such a great call out and it's such a great thing to appreciate is right. that there's power in that. And um, sitting down and enjoying that yeah. with people is also powerful. Yes, it's such a family atmosphere, and I yeah, I wasn't really expecting to feel um, feel feelings that I've that I felt as a little child, right before your mind started to fully develop and and start to bring in all of your judgments and, and conditioning. It was just like this a like, connected feeling of a of a bunch of rad human beings sitting yeah. around a table. We didn't say much while we ate. Yeah. We didn't need to. Yeah. It was, it was just like this. We were all experiencing the same thing, but in different ways. We were commenting on the food and that's primarily what we talked about was how good everything was, you know, yeah. but I felt a, a sense of family and I felt a sense of, well, love. Yeah. Um, love from how the food was made and just a love table. It was just, I loved it, man. To use the word love again. <laughs> it, it's funny. It's funny because um, I think that is something that's, it's a little bit of a requirement in, um, in the retreats here yeah. is that yeah. it has to be family-like yeah. um, because we're not going to some like luxury resort, right? Yeah. Like we're not, we're, we're coming into our home. Yeah. And um, inside the home, it, 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 it's a necessity for me that it, it feels family-like. And I think that, th that it, it really did, number one. And number yeah. two, I think that provides another aspect of uniqueness in, in what, what the offering is. 100%. It, it's, it's, a, it's a different way of receiving nourishment. Yes. Um, just coming into a real kitchen, right? It's not, it's not people that are preparing it, preparing stuff that's going to be consumed over the course of the week. It's like, it's a family meal that's being put together by a group of people. Yes. <laughs> and that's, that's just, it's just yeah. different and powerful and amazing. And it was, and it was, Right. That brings to mind a, um, a retreat I went to one time and, and the food was great there, but we never had any connection with the chef. Yeah. It was just like, here's the food and the chef was gone, right? Yeah. He clocked out or whatever. So yeah. Darby just spent 10 hours with us on, on top of the Grand Mesa. Yeah. And then we're, we're, we're getting to feel and, and, and be around her energy the entire time and then when she's cooking we're, we're, we're intermingling in, in the kitchen yeah. you know one night one night i did the dishes one night yeah. you did the dishes it's a it's a it's a community effort yeah that you just throw your plate on a dishwasher and some guy does this the dishes For you know sure. what i mean so it's all that adds to the connection piece yeah. the present moment piece yeah. the family piece the love piece what we're really trying to help facilitate when we bring guests in the spring again for it's, sure. It's a product of the environment, if that makes sense. Without a doubt. Yeah. It's, it's so yeah. true. And, and yeah. I, do, I, do really, I do really find that unique and special. And it, uh, it's funny because it's funny there, there are so many things that you brought up that I forgot even happened, right? Like I forgot about the s'mores, but 
the <laughs> s'mores by the fire were just like what a freaking treat that you never ever get to do and no. um yeah that that was one of the most impactful things for me now that i think about it it was just yeah. like <laughs> in, a, in a fire in a fire pit that we created right that's uh, what i mean it was incredible yeah it was yeah. so cool we lit we went and got the timber we brought the logs out we yeah we shoveled the dirt. I mean, it was like, and I think that's really, really great is to, right? It's rewarding when you do something, when you put physically put something together with your hands, it's always rewarding. But when you're doing something with a group of people and you have a one goal in mind, yeah. I think that's something we will consider moving forward is having that group. It, Patrick, it became a team building exercise. For sure. And I'm just got the chill bumps because team building wasn't a part of our, 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 our intention, sure. yeah. <laughs> but that's, I, I watched, we have a cool time lapse. We have great videos of everything. We'll, we'll share in, in, in due time, right. With, yeah. with everyone listening, but gosh, that time lapse was so fun. Oh, we I'm so excited. I, I haven't seen that. So I'm so excited to see that. I know. And it goes on for like four minutes. <laughs> oh, that's cool. It's so cool. So, um, those, those little time lapse, those capsules of, 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 of time and energy and, and, and just, I hate to keep going back to the word love, but man, I just felt the love. That, That's that, what it was though, right? It was, yeah. it was really a group of people that loved and cared about each other, um, yeah. getting together and experiencing um, a transformative weekend. So yes. shoot, I mean, that is, that alone is like magic. Magic, exactly right. <laughs> Couldn't agree was, with you more. Was there anything, and, and you know, you, you and I had the, best idea of what the weekend was going to be like more or less so was there anything that was uh surprising to you that really stands out as a surprising moment mm, a surprising moment i'll give you one while, while you think one because yeah cool. one of the things yeah. that was surprising for me is uh we were in the colorado monument and we found that little cave and, yes. Um, we walked. Two things about that were two things about that moment were really surprising. One, you walked like fifteen or twenty feet in, and it was pitch black. Pitch and black. I turned around and I was like, "I'm fifteen. Like I, I was getting scared. I was like, "Oh my god, it's so dark in here." Yes. I turned around. I'm like fifteen feet in this thing. This yes. is insane. Insane. And then also it was probably 83 degrees when we were outside of the cave and you got 15 feet in there and it was so cold. So and cool. uh, I, found, I found that experience, you know, I'd seen that cave uh, for a while and I'd never, I'd never made my way over to it. That was your first time. Cool. That was the first time. Cool. But I found that experience um, really, really uh, surprising and shocking in, in quite a few ways. And it was just also, it was just so fun. I mean, yes. it was just so fun. And it wasn't like, this wasn't like a, a giant, uh, you know, 30 mile cave. This was like a cave that was dug out underneath the roadside so that there was access to both sides, essentially, while they were, while they were building the road. And um it was still just fun and, and unique and surprising. All of the above. Yes. <laughs> and not to mention the, the route to get there was challenging. Oh yeah. And there was a lot of doubt that was involved with a few of the attendees. Yeah, for sure. And those little moments when you're able to overcome fear and walk right towards it, 
Yeah. Those moments of bliss. And so we all got to that cave and I remember feeling bliss because I was helping the attendees who were nervous getting across the little, the, 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 that's not a plank, but the platform we were walking across, you know? And I think that's, that's an important piece because those moments of fear are going to come up throughout your whole life. Right. That's, that's a, a, it was a metaphor for life. And and I I noticed that in that corridor walking towards the the cave. I was like, Oh, this is, this is life right here. Let's just keep walking towards that crazy, scary thing over there. And something cool is going to happen out of it for sure. So, ah, that's a great memory, man. That's a great memory. And, you know, kind of on that note, the, the difference between the fall and spring experiences here. So, you know, the spring is a completely different climate in that you have all the snow melt and the runoff. And like a lot of the area, a lot of the areas that we transversed when we were on the Grand Mesa on Sunday would be flowing water in the spring. Like that dry lake bed, yes? That dry lake bed would be 100% full. Wow. Um, so it's like, and, and if you remember, there was a, there's a time beyond the dry lake bed where we dropped down kind of off a path. Yes. And we dropped down into this, this wooded area. Yes. That is a flowing stream. Down the rocks there, yeah? Where we traversed yeah. down. Yeah, wow, really. And I think, you know, it, it's... Even, the, even exploring the exact same place at a different time of the year provides different challenge and opportunity to overcome things. And that's fascinating to me too. 100%. That every time you go, it's going to be something different. Completely different. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. The options are endless. That's what I love as well is that it, in, in, we were able to adapt on the fly. It, it's, it, it becomes a it becomes an expression again of, of teamwork and of, of, of really figuring out sort of by your gut, what's the best way to go. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like to a few of the attendees in the back, I was kind of bringing up the back. You were bringing up the, the front, you were leading. I was kind of bringing up the back and it was a perfect little book ending, like, right. Everything. Yeah. And, and a few of the attendees in the back were like, is this kind of where he's going? <laughs> it's <just> like, <laughs> where are we? You know what I mean? How are we going to get back to where we came from? Yeah. And, and the more, that was an exercise again, just getting out of your head and letting you guide, guide the way. So that was really, really cool. Yeah. Um, that, that's funny. Um, yeah. So we, we had done that. We had done that experience one time before. And um, the first time that I did it, I was with a group of three or four people and, everybody was lost except for me right and i feel like i grew up just kind of in that mode where you just you know kind of where you started and yeah. uh, no matter what turn or or shift you make you always know kind of where you are in relation to where you where you started we started yes so there's that time um when we break out of the forest right you open up into that huge meadow and then across that meadow there was that aspen forest where we hung out for a while yes yes the first time we were there uh everybody when we got to the kind of near the edge of the forest was like oh we're we're lost and i'm like no this is what's gonna happen we're gonna walk 100 more feet and in 100 feet there's gonna be a giant meadow and on top of that meadow, there's going to be another private Aspen forest and we're going to be all good. And then we, yeah. we opened up into that meadow and everyone was like, what, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, this is like, 
This is what my brain does. Yeah. My brain can get us to where we need to go. We're good. <laughs> we are good. That is proven, man. I'm the first one to attest that. We are in safe hands. <laughs> Were there um, any, were there any things yeah. uh, that you yeah. kind of uh, would have liked to have different or were there any, were there any questions that you had about, about the experience at all on your end? Yeah. Let me go back to the things that surprised me real quick. Yeah, just, for sure. Just to, just to further answer your questions. I wrote down two things here that I really, really want to touch on. The one piece that I really was not expecting and I really think this is a, a, will be a point of emphasis moving forward when we facilitate more and more retreats for more and more amazing human beings is the, is the question piece. <laughs> the, the questions, um, the questions that were posed at the perfect time became another exercise in team building that I wasn't expecting at all. Yeah. So Patrick has a very, for those of you who know Patrick, maybe this is not new news to you, but Patrick has a beautiful way of asking the right question at the right time. And it may not be the right question that you want to hear or that you really even want to think about, but that even means that it really kind of is the right question that you should be hearing. <laughs> Does that make sense? Um, so Patrick and, and, and then the, and the, the questions piggybacked each other. So Patrick, we would be sitting around the fire, for example, right? And Patrick would propose a question. We go around the circle, we answer the question. And by the time we get to the third or fourth person, that third or fourth person has a question about what the second person said. You know what I mean? So it became yeah. like this beautiful, like circle of not forced or, you know, um, fake conversation it was just a very natural organic way of communicating that i just never expected to happen and those out of those conversations became connections and relationships that will i'll have for the rest of my life yeah and and, and so it, it can't like the first night we had, we asked you asked a couple of questions around the fire. I was like, okay, we got the questions out of the way. No more of that, right? For the rest of the time. The second night we were spending in the hot tub, which was amazing, and we started asking more damn questions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, I can see what's happening here. <laughs> and but but it was, I, I liked it so much. I did. I didn't. It wasn't a part of our, our intentions going into it. But I really think maybe in the future. We have everybody write down a question. Mm. We put it in a hat. We literally yeah. pick out a question. Oh, that'd, that'd be, be fun. Right? Like that way, like everyone has their question in the, in the hat. So everyone's been participating and it's just a blind draw. I mean, yeah. so there's, there's ways to kind of flush that out in the future for, to, oh, make it that's more, fun. to make it more impactful. But gosh, was that good, man? I really, really appreciate that. Thank you for bringing, for allowing, for, for facilitating each attendee to think in a way that they're not used to thinking. Mm. And that, yeah. is, that is where change happens. For That's sure. where you're able to knock down a door that you didn't think you were strong enough to knock down. For sure. For example, I teach with cheat sheets, what I call quote unquote cheat sheets. I an outline of my class of what's gonna teach, uh, what's gonna happen. So this, Patrick and I had a long discussion about about that whole, uh, that whole scenario. And anyways, the change that really happened for me was going off on a tangent here, but was, was that specifically, I, I've taught eight classes so far this week since I've been back in town and I haven't used my cheat sheet once. Yeah, that's rad. 
So that was the change for me, trusting in my teachings and my trainings in, in spirit to speak through me. So thank you for that, man. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. That, yeah. that I, I really, I, I really, um, preach that in a way, right? It's like, there's not very many things that I will, that I will preach about because I think that my perspective on things works for me and it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work for anybody else. Um, but I really think that the trusting in yourself while, while you're teaching is the most impactful thing you can do for your students. Yes. And, and not only right, like, Trusting in your, it's, it's not just about yoga teaching, right? Yeah. It's like whatever yeah. you're doing, wherever yeah. you're guiding, whatever, exactly. whatever the thing that, that you know you are, are born to do, yes. um, can you trust that that's the thing? And yeah. when you trust that that's the thing, when you're in the moment, yeah. uh, how much more impactful can you be yeah. instead of worrying about every, the, the fine touches of every little detail? The nuances, 100%, man. 100%. So that that makes me so happy, and I yeah. I can't wait to see how you blossom through that that experience. <laughs> Thanks, man. It's been it's been cool. I've enjoyed it this this week for sure. Um, I got one more piece that that that, that surprised me yeah. if, if I could real quick. Heck yeah. Um, and it was the practice piece, right? It was the room that we that you set up, um, that you cultivated. And the community of yoga that happened there, I was not expecting the, I teach class a lot, right? That's what I primarily do for a living. So I'm in a lot of classrooms. I see a lot of different bodies, a lot of different people, feel a lot of feels. I felt deeply, deeply, deeply attuned and connected to everyone there. Particularly when I was guiding my portion of, of, of the program, it was, it was some of the, I'm getting emotional thinking about this because it's hard to duplicate, um, how I, or it's hard to articulate how I felt up there, but I felt so, so connected to, 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 to Buddha, source spirit, Allah, Jesus, whatever you want to name him. I, I, I felt like a deep, deep connection. And then when I practiced and received your teachings and I received, it was like the the connection was still there. Mm -hmm. So there was, um, but the the connection to God, right? That's what I'm talking about. The the connection to my higher self. Um, and it wasn't expecting that. I wasn't Mm -hmm. expecting to feel so good while practicing yoga like uh, like it was a it's a feeling you get when you practice in a really cool studio like you had going in vitality right that that vibe you felt after amazing impactful class that's how i felt every time we practiced and we practiced how many times did we practice one two three four five six times seven seven times (laughs) seven times in three days that's amazing yeah. I mean, so you're getting, again, you're getting the ins, you're getting that change coming from the inside out and from the outside in. It's a big circle that's yeah. just happening. You just have to be there and, and be willing to receive. That's all you, that, that's all it is. To yeah. I, I think that, you know, we haven't, we haven't um, shared any of the practice pieces. So we, we have some videos. Um, yes. And we haven't, we haven't even like shown that, but yeah. And, 
the practice piece was a was a a huge portion of of the weekend yeah and um yes it was we worked on we worked on some really like powerful pieces of the practice Mm. and i grew that built upon upon each other yeah but that's what i mean about about the progression it was not only the the outdoor activities it was the whole the whole weekend there was this progression man it was beautiful yeah it, it really it really was um it it really really was and i just yeah I, for me it was that like emergence back into a a deep deep level of practicing that i haven't right. i haven't had um yeah. since vitality closed i'm so um, grateful for that man for you yeah i i, I appreciate that man because yeah. For me, it was, it was just such a, a beautiful, and, and it wasn't just for me. Like, I know it wasn't just for me. I know yeah. you're, you're like remarkable at maintaining that practice um, throughout, but the reality is most of us, uh, when, when things shift within our life, uh, we, we could very easily lose, lose the practice. And for me, it was just like, I was at Vitality every single day. So yeah practicing was a part of my life and then that went to zero right yes. uh, vitality was gone um first we were forced to shut down and then we were shut down um yeah. and that was just gone yeah uh, so getting this like concentrated dose of That's of really- yogic experience was it, it felt incredible. It, it was beautiful. And it was, it was really, really deeply impactful in my life. And I know, I know uh, other participants had have shared with me that they felt similarly. And I hope everyone um, felt some level of connection to the power of, of that concentrated dose of practice. And they were not practices what would let's let's clarify that just a little bit this weren't like we were doing inversions or headstands for yeah. for all weekend right there wasn't there wasn't like you said there was a remarkable um re- sort of backing up from that that demanding physical practice that we had sort of intentionally going into it yeah and that was sort of intuitive we that just kind of rolled out that way and there what, I, what i'm trying to say is that the practices weren't advanced they were welcoming to any level of yogi any sure. level of person wanting to just experience yoga on a level that 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 goes beyond just a simple asana class. I mean, Patrick, you built a pranayama practice, a breathing practice that built upon each other from day one. Yeah. And by the end of the day, I was, you know, connected to the middle of the universe. Like that's how deeply impactful the pranayama practice was. So. I don't have a huge pranayama practice myself. I breathe before I meditate. So there is some breathing involved, but that was really, really specific and honed in and, and explained well. And it, it was like this beautiful progression that, that, so you're getting much more than just a physical practice, right? There was a meditation, there was pranayama, there was a yoga nidra, there was a yin yoga. We had the whole spectrum, yeah. which really, again, encapsulated and facilitated the ability for someone just to change yeah get out yeah. of their old out of their habits yeah yeah that yeah i i think yeah i mean I, I i again i forgot how many 
different styles of yoga. For, I mean, uh, you, you led that, that beautiful hour long Nidra and, um, every, every single, like Nidra's magic, right? Like, right. but if, but if, if, if we had to place bets on how long that was, everybody was going to say 20 minutes. Right. Yeah. 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 And, um, that that was that was one of the more remarkable ways to start a day um, that you could possibly have. I thought I thought that practice was just absolutely beautiful. Um, Thank you. The the sacred hollow kriya, this uh, yes. specific pranayama practice that that we put in, is is something that I think you can you can take with you and you can yeah. you can you can apply this. Um, you know, Darby's been, Darby's been like really di diving into to that Kriya practice and um, it just, it shifts you, it changes you and it's, Thank it's you. fun to see. And I, I hope that, I hope that that kind of continues to expand out and, and really starts to help, help make, make a consistent practice more a part of people's existence again, because, um, yes. and I, I suspect it will, I think that this concentrated dose uh, is going to restart people's practices in a, in a way that they may have never restarted again mm. based upon the current circumstances. So I, I'm, I'm really, I'm really happy with, uh, what I've heard from the feedback from people about, about their yoga practice based upon their, their time here. So that's cool. Yeah. We did something rad. We did something really rad. I think there's, there's a few people that, a few of the attendees who have shared with me that they'll be joining me for a, a few of the asana practices that I teach here in the city cool. that, um, you know, they may not have ever even considered. Yeah. Not because it's coming from me, not, not necessarily because I, I'm the teacher, but, but I'm not saying that. I'm saying because they're reintroduced to the, to the impactful yeah. meaning of yoga and what they can yeah. do for them. Heck yeah. yeah. Cool. Super, super. Heck Yes. Uh, any, any final wrap up questions, comments on your mind? What'd you say? What was that other question? Anything you did, you would do differently? Yeah. Anything that you, anything that you thought we could do differently? Yeah. Um, make it longer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, you know, anything we could do differently. I think every group's going to provide that little bit of difference, that nuance that, that we'll have to adjust on the fly with. Um, I think the group that we had was perfect in every way. Yeah. Um, like just those little pieces that we sort of talked about, like the, the, the question in the hat, right? The, yeah. um, maybe even taking it to a little bit further in the asana practice. Is there anything specifically that attendees wanted to work on? Like wanted to have a, a, a class themed around or something. You know, we can always incorporate those special requests too as well. I mean, that's, we're in this together. It's never just us facilitating for, for anybody listening out there. It's always, we want this to be a family working environment where we collaborate and, and grow the, the experience together. So the, the, the infrastructure that, that you will be coming into is all set. Like there's no adjustments needed there. Yeah. The only adjustments I would ever make again would just be, for particular attendees who would come up to make it even more customizable and more yeah. personable. Does that make sense? Oh, for sure. I think yeah. that, I think that's a, a must, a must have, a must do. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. One thing that I just remembered, we're sitting at dinner on Saturday night, I think. And maybe Sunday night, one of the nights 
you looked out the window and you're like, hey, there's an animal out there. That's right. I forgot all about this, right? So uh, I go to look outside and I'm expecting it to be, I, I, I don't know, anything. But yeah. what it was, was like the most amazing thing ever. Uh, we had a badger come up to the house. American badger, yeah. An American badger. And it was, I mean, it was just such a beautiful, beautiful creature. Um, and I've never in my life uh, even considered the possibility of seeing a badger. Wow. And we had one just visit us in the middle of dinner. And dinner. that was so pretty freaking remarkable. Everyone got up from the table. We went outside. It was like, it was a really cool experience. It was, it was, in, yeah. I mean, that was, um, that was probably the most shocking and surprising thing just because yeah. like, there's a lot of animals that, that um, would have been possible to see. Right. I, and if someone would have told me before, you're going to see whatever, you're going to see an elk, you're going to see a moose, you, sure. you might see a bear. I would have been yeah. like, yeah, that's possible. Yeah. If someone was like, you're going to see a badger, I'd be like, nope, we're not going to yeah. see a badger. No one's going to see a badger. And then it visit us at dinner. <laughs> oh, strange, dude. It's like, yeah, that, that was fun. That was really fun. And, you know, something popped into my mind, too. I want to really, really um, emphasize for anyone listening out there. And that is, you mentioned something that is not exactly luxury accommodations. I would argue that it is, man. Mm -hmm. I would argue that, that, that the accommodations were such that you felt super, super comfortable, super supported. Um, there's, no, there's, no, there's no way in my mind where I would ever be so 100% certain about how beautiful the accommodations were. Mm. So you're underselling that, man. And I had to, re I had to, I had to, <laughs> I had to, I had to go back and, re and re re reconnect that though. The accommodations were freaking amazing, man. You have this beautiful space where, where so many people can enjoy and I, and I cannot thank this is for me and also the attendees. Thank you enough for opening up your home for this experience. Yeah, man. Thank you. Yeah. I'm uh, super honored that it's a, that it's a possibility and uh, really, really fortunate that all of the events in my life happened the way that they did so that this place exists. <laughs> it took a fun. lot of events for this place to exist, but uh, it does. It sure did. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's cool. Thank you. Oh, of course, man. Yeah. And a few, from, from a few of the other attendees too, it, it takes, it takes someone who's willing to put themselves out there to try something new, right. For this, meaning you. And, um, it's been a joy to be along for the ride with this, if you want to call it an experiment, it's not an experiment anymore because it's happened. Right? Yeah. So. Successful <laughs> experiment. Yes. Very successful. So um, let's just, I, I think it's, I think it's important um, that we, you know, we've kind of hinted at this and, and kind of talked through it like it's a real thing, but um, we are planning on hosting a spring, uh, a spring version of metamorphosis. So a, com a, a completely different experience in that um, the, the, the energetic experience will be different. The environmental experience will be different. The practices will be different. The, the food will be different. Um, what's growing in the garden will be different. Every, every aspect um, will, will have its own variance and change. Um, 
but it, it will be uh, another opportunity to create shift and change and blossom into uh, a whole new spring experience for you. We are only going to get better at making sure, sure all of these details are handled too the right way. Sure. So it's like every um, expression of this series is going to provide new opportunities for people to connect, to grow, and to just simply get away right? in a safe environment. For like sure. it's all those words and those those things are important and. Yeah. Um, that's another thing too, like I felt so safe, man. I feel safe. Well, you're just a safe human being, I guess. <laughs> but, but, like, but, but I'm not trying to make a joke of it. I just feel safe around, around your energy, man. And I know everybody else does too. And it's, um, it was a magical experience. Yeah, man. And that's I just not coming that. from me. It's come, I'm also taking these words from other people's, the attendees' um, thoughts as well. So it's... Uh, that's beautiful. I, I feel the same way around you. And I think... Yeah, that genuineness, you know, I, I touched base with you. I felt like genuine connection and uh, the conversations that happen within genuine connection really do offer a safe, a safe landing place for people. And um, I felt that the entire weekend, and that was just really beautiful and uh, really powerful. I couldn't have said it any better, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> Well, uh, look forward to future communication from us about uh, when spring happens. Hopefully yes. we'll have a little bit more capacity to take people in um, in spring and um, hopefully we'll get to see even more of you. Yes, looking forward to it. If any questions, let me know. I'm here in the Valley. Patrick's always available. We're, we're around for you all, so. Yeah, and I will put um, both Brian and I Love you, brother. I'll talk to you soon. Love you, too. Talk to you soon. Take care, everyone. Bye.